Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy, Ben with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close to personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we got a great one for you. Who do we have? We have Shaquita Smith with us today. She is an actress and producer. She has appeared on many film and television projects, including If Loving You Is Wrong, All Eyes On Me, Fatal Attraction, Snap, NCIS, New Orleans, Alabama Girl, Switched at Love, Gravesend, and many, many more. And we're excited to have her on. So welcome to the show. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. I always like to start the show out the same way. As you know, this past two years has been rough for a lot of people, but especially yes. entertainment. And yes. so how has all this affected you? And what have you done to maneuver through this craziness? Well, staying safe, that's one. <laughs> Making sure that I'm doing everything that the CDC, you know, tell us to do. Um, making sure that I'm doing all of the guidelines that is, is expected. Because, you know, in the entertainment industry, you have to make sure that you're, you know, complying with vaccinations, making mm -hmm. sure that you're, you know, like I just got off a show last week in New York and I had to make sure that, you know, I was, um, you know, clear to even work. And so it's very important right now to actually work in this space and to make sure that you're safe. So I definitely say that it's been a little hard, but I've been making sure sure that I've been doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, it's like um, for us, you know, we launched mm -hmm. this show January of 2020, so yes. a couple months before Ooh. COVID. And I remember thinking our for our original plan was maybe a hundred interviews first year. Thought if we could do that, be a great foundation. Right, right. And then COVID happens, and I'm looking, watching everything get shut down. I told Sandy, you know, there'll never be a time like this where a brand new show probably can get some of the bigger people than we normally would have been able to get. They might right. actually say yes, some people. And yeah, so we started reaching out to anybody and everybody um, in, in 2020. And because of that, we ended up doing over 300 shows that year. And, we did, and we're over 500 now. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Congratulations. That's <laughs> amazing. I, I know I, I was shooting um, in the midst when COVID started and everybody was like, oh, my God, what are you going to do? Are you freaking out? And I'm like, look, I have to work. And that was uh, BT Her, uh, Baby Blue. And I started that. So it was pretty good. But definitely to your point, it's 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 a lot, but also a lot of actors and a lot of people in the entertainment industry are looking to, you know, do interviews, do whatever, because it was a big, it was a big time for us. Yeah. Cause we couldn't change it. And, and in fact, COVID kind of changed the, we pivoted the show because we actually started as a up and coming country music interview show. That's Because <laughs> a, a lot of our contacts are in Nashville. And mm -hmm. so because of that, that's where we started. But as things started, shutting down and i found a niche that you know we, we we brought a lot of um artists and all that and i was like i wonder if the acting world would take us in the way the artist side has right. and we've just been running with since doing both all entertainment <laughs> and it's been great because when you read do a lot i look at a lot of podcasts and see what's new and what's not and right. one thing i've noticed is the acting world with the exception of your big big shows there's yeah. there's nobody really doing <laughs> actors there's a lot of music ones but not the That's acting true. side yeah of course <clears throat> so we're like you know what we we brought them in and now we do about a 50 50 split and it's funny it's you never know what's going to happen because we might go two weeks nothing but nothing but actors and then we get wow. nothing pitched and we end up doing two weeks of nothing but music people so yeah. and, and some more than one. right right yeah. i agree okay 
<laughs> we get to see a lot of um, you know, people's stories, what they're you know into, what they love, what they're passionate about, different personalities. Yeah. I think that it's a beautiful thing. Because <laughs> that's really what it's about, the story. Like we even had yes, um stories. we even had the former CEO of Chipotle on. What? No way. <laughs> that was, I love that, by the way. Huh? <laughs> I love Chick-fil-A. I love the Chick-fil-A. The talking about Chipotle. No, Chipotle. Oh, that'd be great if we can get the CEO of, 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 of Chick-fil-A too. That'd be awesome. But okay. the Chipotle, um, he I came on because he just wrote a book mm -hmm. and he came on and it turned into a full leadership show. Really awesome though. Right. You never know what direction it's going to take. And we love that. Oh, I love it. <laughs> so um, as you know, a lot of people would ask you, when did you know you wanted to become an actress? I always like to go deeper than that. When did it click that this could actually be a career for you? When I snuck in an acting class in high school. <laughs> oh, wow. I was not yeah. supposed to go to this acting class. I was a freshman. Actually. Okay. And yeah. um, I snuck in an advanced theater class for the Ooh. seniors. And um, I ended up going, and I loved it. They did like some uh, like some exercises, and um, I think in the middle, I think it was like 20, 30 minutes. The teacher realized I wasn't a student in her class. And oh wow! She she looked at me and she said, "Never mind." I'll, and her name is um, Tuella Wilkins. I love you, by the way, Ms. Wilkins. Oh, um, no. She looked at me and said, eh, "Let's keep her in here." And in that moment, she, you know, she brought me under her wings. She taught me everything that I know. Um, I ended up going to um, Troy State University with a full scholarship. I won numerous awards oh, wow. from Thespian, um, Thespian Festival. Um, was the president of the Thespian Society. And it's just been an amazing experience since. Like, I, I, I decided in that moment that this is what wow. I'm for the rest of my life. Wow, I love oh, wow. that. As you know, a lot of people they see the glory in what you do, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, oh. the tears, the struggles oh, it yes. takes not just to get to the top, but even a career within entertainment. And I always want to talk about that because I think it's sugar coated out there. It is. You know, people kind of think that, oh, if you got the talent, you'll make it. And they think, oh, they see people on TV and they're like, well, their job's easy, but we both know it's not. It so is not. tell us a little bit about that side of it. Oh, my God. So it is grind you have to really really love it you like for me and i can only speak for myself is that i the moment that i said that i wanted to be an actor i knew that there was no plan b at all that this is all that i need to do this is all like i am no quitter and whatever came my way i just kept pushing forward i kept even because you get so many notes right you get so yeah. many, yeah. many you know you're not here you're too small you're too this you're too that but you still have to know that there's a place for you and so that always was in my head of knowing that there's a space for me it may not be for this project but yeah. for another project um yeah. you know like Grayson or um the best man i just did it's like there's a space someone saw you and they said yes and there could be like a hundred other projects that said no, <laughs> but it's okay because that yes, when it comes around the corner, it's going to be the reason why you grind so much and so big and so like the, the long hours. And I remember one time I was shooting before I shot at CIS, I stayed up for like eight hours, you wow. know, eight hours wow. a long time. And, you know, and then when I put the tape in, I realized that there was no sound. So then <laughs> 
to go in and, you know, um, do the audition again. And it was like five or six o'clock in the morning. And I remember telling myself, I really have to love this. <laughs> I yeah. really have to, you know, mm. care about this. If I'm going to put that much energy and much hard work into what I believe that I want to do. And I think it's very important yeah. that you know that specifically for yourself. You know, I remember I interviewed a friend of ours, Allison Steele, from years ago. This was on music side of stuff, <laughs> but it's, it works on all entertainment. Um, but I remember I asked that, I was asked, I worded it a little different, but talking about the sacrifice and all that and what advice she would give. And I'll never forget what she said. But if you're thinking about doing this and if, you, if your heart can be happy doing it, anything else right go do that and just keep this as a hobby she goes because the sacrifices you have to make the the the, the weddings you have to miss the friendships you have to lose along the way she goes it's just not worth it if you want or if you're not all in i agree i agree and it's and and that's the space and, I, and i'm a faith person i'm very faith driven and i believe so are we yes what's for me is for me and if God told me that this was for me, then I can't do anything else. It's like, look, God, you made this choice. I'm going to keep on doing this. And that's where I am for me. It's like, it's nothing else I'd rather be doing. You know, that's like, you know, we, we met um, February 2nd of 02 online. On the Christian on a Christian singles website. web back when it was, it was taboo back then. Yeah, in the early days of you know, online and, dating. Oh. And we talked on the phone for the first time February 4th. Okay. February February eighteenth we met in I mean we we Said set a wedding date and March fourth we met in person so we were meeting in person to see who we were going to marry because we already both felt like God told us this was it yeah oh my God that's a beautiful story I love it I love that oh that's so beautiful and that's those are the stories you know those are the stories that if you listen really closely he'll give you the answer and if you and just, then yeah. of course comes the tough part because anytime God brings blessings your way, there's always a burden that comes with it. And, and, and so next to, and she didn't realize this at the time, but I went through 19 years of addictions. Um, but the first five years was within our marriage. And so she had to put up with a lot, but you know what? She never nagged me, never put me down. She always uplifted me. She, she leaned on God the whole time. And, you know, and sometimes when we tell our story, sometimes people would say, oh, she allowed you to walk over. And I was like, no, you don't understand. Right. She allowed me to experience God's pure love through her. Oh, that's so beautiful. Because if she didn't do what, she, if she didn't allow God to use her as the vessel, I would probably be dead today and we wouldn't have our two kids. Mm, the power of listening, <clears throat> the power of being obedient, the power of just prevailing is a beautiful thing. And he will not stray away from that. He now, we don't tell people to do what she did because some people are being physically no, I abused. I didn't physically abuse her. I didn't cheat there. and none of no, that. No. Well, I did cross lines. lines. I probably right. left if that had been the case. Absolutely. <laughs> of course, of course. But, but, but I, I did cross a lot of lines. No, no, no. But the, the, the analogy and the example that you use is that she stuck with you and she heard she heard yeah. that voice yeah. and that's the that's that's the whole purpose is that when you trust him and then you're yeah. he's leading you he will never uh strain you away 
And I, I believe that in marriage. I believe that in relationships. I believe that in a career. I believe that in any and everything. If you listen to him and you trust him and you listen to his words, then you will go farther than what you what you've expected. Eyes have not seen, you know. Yes. That's like this show when we first launched it. So many because, you know, several of my friends who are close to us know that our ultimate goal is marriage ministry and kind of marriage speaking and all that. That's kind yeah, of our ultimate future. goal. Mm -hmm. right. And um, so they thought we were kind of going off path by doing this show. And, and it, was, it was like a year into the show where several people come to me and says, you know what? You've done more to this show Right. Than I could have ever met. They thought it was just another distraction from where we felt like God was calling. But now they realize, you know what? We we've it's already part of the it's path. part of the path, part of the calling. Mm -hmm. And we've even had an actress that's let us know that once we get our story into a book, she wants to pitch it to some film places. Oh wow! Okay, that's great. Yeah, continue. Yeah. So it's like so the show is actually a, a stepping stone towards where we always felt like God was leading us. Yeah. Mm, I love that. That's such a beautiful story. <laughs> now where now when you look at your past and all that and how god is because we, we read a little bit of your story and talked about where you always said that you know when people ask you how are you here you say it's all god tell us about that tell us where you felt felt god's presence through this career oh a lot of times mm -hmm. um, so you've you've seen my story like one you know i was um adopted by my grandparents oh, wow. who passed not too long ago and she took me out of a situation that it could have went left like you know the example that you said if i didn't have her she was a vessel she was you know a protector for me and my twin brother and my you know and my sisters and um you know, at that time I was uh, molested. I was in a child abuse situation and environment. And so where I felt like God really came in is in that moment when I was five, six years old and said, I'm going to take this little girl and I'm going to protect her. And then I'm going to take her again at nine years old and I'm going to get her, you know, to be um, with her with her grandmother. And then from there, I'm going to prune, I'm, I'm going to prune her. And even though she doesn't think that she has anybody, even though she doesn't think that she has enough, she has um, she has a lot. And there's moments where I realize in this moment, like, I may not be right or I may not have a lot or look yeah. at me, yeah. look at where I come from. I'm a little girl from... Birmingham, Alabama. Like I don't have that much of a support system. But in those moments, in those little small moments, those were the moments that I realized that God was there and that He kept pushing me. He used my grandmother, wow. Sue Ellen Wilkins, who I snuck in a class and she said, I want to keep you there. <laughs> those were the moments, or the moments when I'm in bad relationships and you know, and he took me out of that situation to help me learn, you know, what I should or shouldn't do. Or also, you know, the moments where I think to myself that I may not be good enough. And yeah. He comes in and I get an audition or I get a I get a booking or I get a call to say, hey, you booked this. So in those moments where I feel like he's not there, those are the moments he surprised me. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing things. And so I give all my 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 give glory to God for just keeping me, even the moments when I think that he's not there. <laughs> Even the moment right. I feel like I'm doing the worst things in the world, he still <laughs> is there, you know? Mm -hmm. And like you said, like the faith, it's like, okay, I'm tired. Or I keep getting these notes. And I'm like, God, what do you want me to do? And in those moments, he's like, all right, wait, I got you. 
and he comes in. So, yeah. so yeah. So it's it's just been a lot of times where I realized that when it's impossible, when it looks impossible, that's that's when I know that he's. Yeah, yeah I remember you know not too long after COVID happened. And I'm frustrated with the show a little bit of what the, you know, I'm wanting it to grow and I'm wanting to get a little bigger people on the show. And cause I, I want to be a balance of up and coming people and also the bigger people. And I kind of, you know, some shows do all big people. Some shows do all the smaller, but I want to kind of have a good balance, yeah, balance. a blend yeah. of all of both sides. And so I was frustrated where it was going. And I remember I was, you know, I was telling God, I felt like you said to do this show. <laughs> so I need yeah. I need something. I mean, I'm frustrated. And I remember about an hour after I pleaded with God on that, that um, I get an email from a PR company um, and she said, we'd like to get these six artists on your show. And I'm scrolling through the six and I seen one of them said Anna Christina Cash. And I was like, I wonder if she's related to the Cash family. So I look her up, come to find out she's married to John Carter Cash. Wow. And, okay. And, and so I was like, you know what? Let's, I will take all six, but can we do Anna first? Because I wasn't stupid. What if they didn't like our interview style? Right. So <laughs> let's get her first. And, you know, I, I want all six because they were all good people, all great people. Oh, yeah. you know? And we get Anna on, and she was kind of the game changer to solidify that this show's real. Because we ended up um, getting, because of her, then Carlene Carter came on, um, Georgette Jones came on, Jenny Gill came on. So all of a sudden we had all these legacy kids that were coming on our show that all started there. And that kind of solidified the show. Oh, wow, that's beautiful. I love that. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> And that's the thing, like you said, you know, when people ask me, how are we getting so many these guests? Always being that we, we don't come from radio. We don't come from TV. All we're just ordinary roots, people, yeah. all grassroots. I'm like, it's all God. I mean, there's no oh, way around it that. It definitely is. Yeah, it is. Like, like we said, you know, when it's, when you can't explain it, when there's no really strategic way that it happened, that is the moment when you realize that it's nothing but God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. <clears throat> so, as you know, a lot of people see you, the you know, in what you do, but they don't see the teams behind you. In our opinion, teams never get love. No, they don't. On our show, they get love. So, take a few moments and tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. Yeah. Oh my God, I have an amazing team. Um, I have Empire um, Talent Agency, who who is phenomenal in the UK. They're I great. Phenomenal. I love you. I love you, Linda. Um, I also have, you know, my reps here in the States, which is, you know, Eris Talent, Amy, or Talent, which is um, Lauren, as well as Tabitha, which is um, established artists. And also my support team is, you know, my, my father, you know, my father, my uh, twin brother, because I'm a twin. Uh, and my, you know, my mother too, like they like remind me of who I am and they remind me of where I'm going and they keep me, you know, keep pushing me. You know, there was a moment, um, I always tell the story about my father who mm -hmm. I started, I started in like theater and he used to tell me that, Ooh, you suck. <laughs> You're not good at all. And I was like, and I would cry all the time. And I'm like, what are you I'm horrible. What? And oh. uh, but it motivated me to be like, I'm going to prove to you that I'm amazing. I'm going to prove to you that I'm great. And mm -hmm. I, kept pushing, I kept doing it. And it was the moment when he realized that I was not taking no for an answer. 
and mm. so was that to try to stop you from doing pursuing this because a lot of parents don't want their kids to pursue acting he did he he really stopped me for trying to act like i was like dad what are you doing like this is what are you doing forever and um, <coughs> he was just, you know he was showing me tough love i i would say but it still hurt my feeling as a little girl oh of course mm -hmm. <laughs> and um i kept going i kept pushing and i kept getting better and better and better and better and it was the moment where he saw me on television and he was like wow you're really an actress <laughs> and i was like yeah dad and so now he's like my little me manager he's like wow okay, it's just, are you kidding me? and he always tells this story because um he he said that in that moment i made a believer out of him and he said it's and i'm he's my biggest supporter he's my biggest fan he he loves everything he posts everything about me and i know that he's so proud and i just want to keep making him proud i want to keep making my family proud to let them know like you we can be whoever we want to be it's not about where we come from it's about where we're going and i believe if we just keep that then everything will be fine and you know just to see him smile just to see my mom smile just to see even my my twin brother and sister smile to let them know that you can he couldn't stop it when god ordained it yes he couldn't and and mm -hmm. you know just to see him just be so happy and know that I didn't stop, even though he kept telling me not to. He wanted me to be a nurse. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Be a nurse. Go to school for that. They make a lot of money. And I was like, I don't want to be a nurse. <laughs> and I'm glad you're telling this story because I think a lot of parents, I wish they would listen because we've talked with a lot of people. And I've got friends of mine that are, say, 15 years in their career and they're miserable and you sit down with them to go, you know, how can you be miserable? You know, you got this, you know, great family, great lifestyle, great career. And, and some of them will stop you and say, Oh, but well, the career's the problem. Like, what do you mean? The career's the problem. You went to six years, eight years, whatever it was of college for this, this is supposed to be a passion. Wow. And they're like, well, my parents, my guidance counselor, my friends, whoever yes. kind of talked to them and said, look, what you wanted to do, there's no money there here's where the money is. You should go there. And now they've been there for 15 years and they, they don't know what to do with their life because they're just completely miserable. They're miserable. Yeah. I was never that. I was like, Nope, I'm doing this and you can't stop me. <laughs> yeah. wow. And that's and That's why I'm glad that you're telling that story because I yes. want parents to understand that now, although your dad didn't stop you, a lot of parents have stopped some great people. Um, who could have been great, who God probably maybe wanted to be great in right. whatever that arena was, but they stopped them because yeah. I think, and, it's, and I think sometimes it's that, you know, you see the big stars mm -hmm. and they're rich and you see the poor people at the bottom making nothing, but there's a lot of people in between that you'll never know that they're making a living, but they're, they've got a, you know, they make six figures income in it, but they're in between, but you would never know who they are. Exactly. Right. There's a I lot mean, of levels within the entertainment industry. You just got to find yours. It may not be the big actor. It could be something else, but, but you could start that way. And I, that's what I hope parents can get out of that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And especially <coughs> that's a calling, like you said, to anybody, let them fly, let them. And um, the, the one thing I, I, I love about my grandmother, she pushed me into being that. Like she took oh, wow. me to every theater uh performance class uh theater class I, I mean anything that i wanted to do from my acting she really pushed me she really said go after it and you know even when i went to college and even when i went and moved away she said go be great 
I want you to go be great. And I just want to see you. And every time I was on television or I would always like surprise her and she'll look at it and she was so happy. And I just want to keep that dream alive for her, you know, because she was the reason why I'm here. You know, she never took, you know, got me and, you know, picked me up and said, I'll take care of you and your little brother. Then I wouldn't be where I am right now speating to you guys. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's like before my dad passed away March 1st. Um, he would he never understood what we're doing. To him, he he's old school. If it's not making money, it's not a career. Right. And yeah. we realized that just because the show's not making money, that first off, that don't mean it won't two, three, four years down the road. Exactly. And second, that doesn't mean that this won't lead to a major career move for us. Right. Like, you know, again, you know, with some of the guests that we've had on. Imagine that when we start telling our story, we're we'll trying to get higher speaking fees just because of who we've been Exactly. And I always think about this. What if Angela Jolie, uh, Angelina Jolie stopped? Or what oh. if, you know, uh, Gabrielle Union stopped? Or these, you know, individuals like Brad Pitt stopped? They wouldn't be who they are. So it's like, how do you know how great you are if you never went about to know if you're great? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And so many people stop before they really see God's potential because God, you plus God makes everything. Oh, I love that. Yes, it is. It is. Because <laughs> again, you know, uh, you know, a lot of people think, and, and you know, and sometimes I think a lot of it comes with some of the teachings out there. They're like, oh, if if, if it don't, it'll if it's your calling, it'll come easy if if God's calling you that. Yeah. And I'm like, there ain't nowhere in the Bible that showed anybody that mm -hmm. from joseph to david that his calling was easy exactly <laughs> and, and, and i'm sitting here like i think it's the other i think if it comes sometimes i wonder if it comes easy maybe that's not of god because you know <laughs> I wanna, you know the funny thing is is that if it's easy i don't want it i want something i can work at it and when i am successful at it and i can look down and see all the hard work that i, I made it makes it worthwhile. It makes me know that throughout all of this, I did it. I persevered. I made sure that it happened and it was all worth it. And would I do it again? Freak yeah, I would. You know, yeah. because it makes you stronger. It makes you bigger and like, you know, more amazing. And yeah, she even said she'd go through the addiction phase again to get what we have now. Right. Yes, I love it. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's it's worthwhile. I think if some people know that and know like it is pain right now, it's a struggle right now, but it's a beautiful experience at the end. You just because God's yes. going to turn that pain into purpose if you allow him. Yeah, of course. So oh, I love that. <laughs> so, as you you know, speaking of family, we have a third co-host, yes, our little one, do. our 10 year old that we allow. Come on, ask a few questions. So Sandy's going to go get okay. him. Yeah, definitely. And we've got, you know, a three-year-old that when she gets older, she'll be plugged in the show too, because we keep it family affair here. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. I would love, love, love to meet. So tell us some of, while we're waiting for him, some of your highlights of what, what you've done. Uh, my highlights. So I'm on a show called Gravesend, playing Charlene alongside Chris Mormando, um, and Jen Jacobs, William DeMail. Oh my God. It's a beautiful, beautiful story. Um, yeah. I shot last year and I'm going to shoot again um, in another month or so. Uh, and that show, season two right now, and is premiering uh, this summer. 
So mm -hmm. I'm excited about that. I just finished shooting uh, The Best Man. So that will be coming out, I think, later in the year as well. Um, I'm also doing a Christmas movie with Antoine oh. Allen. Uh, I have uh, another feature, Broken Scales, with Travis Hatley uh, playing a, a cop. <laughs> so <laughs> that's coming um, um, in the pipeline alongside I have another project uh, with a gentleman named uh, Ron Elliott, who's a phenomenal friend of mine. It's uh, being shoot shot in New York as well. So I have a few projects that's coming um, that I'm preparing to shoot wow. that yeah, I'm excited about. And You've got a busy schedule next few years. <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, I, I always wanted to be busy so that, um, so that I could see the plethora of work later down the line. It's like, mm -hmm. let me just, Work, 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 work. And then mm -hmm. after that, I'll be like- It's a blessing. Yeah, yeah, I, I love working. Hi, Secreta, so what's your favorite food? What's my favorite food? My favorite, okay, I got two things. I like, I like salmon, I'm a big salmon foodie, and I love Italian food, chicken alfredo, even though it's uh, not, but I love that. Because <laughs> what's yours? My favorite food's pizza. Pizza, okay, what type of pizza? A Perrozoja and Supreme and pineapple. He's got four faves. That's so good. I'm gonna have to try that. Yeah, it's funny. He would all, people would always ask what kind. Have you ever tried pineapple? And he's like, no, no, no. And finally one day he's like, I want to try pineapple. So he's liked it ever since. Yeah, I need to try that. You you put me onto something. <laughs> okay, so what's your favorite TV show and movie? What's my favorite TV show and movie? Okay, so my favorite movie. It's a couple. I like um I like the notebook. That's a good one. Mm, that's Sandy's favorite. Really? Oh, oh my um, I love anything with Angelina Jolie. That is my crush. That is my uh my <laughs> I love her. Um TV show. Gosh, what is oh, so I love Daredevil. I love Daredevil, the Netflix Marvel TV show. Uh, I think that is oh, such grounded acting. It's amazing. So those are a couple of things that I love and I like. <laughs> What's yours? I read you just blah, blah, and my favorite movies are Minions. The Minions. Okay. I like the Minions. <laughs> yeah, they got a really strong brand, I tell you, because, you know, Caitlin loves the Minions, too. We got to play it every day, all day long, the Minions movies and all that. And we could be in the mall. And if there's a Minion there, we have to walk in there. Oh, love, I love it. <laughs> Bye, thanks. Bye. <laughs> he loves to do the show and all that. Oh, I love it. Oh, he's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so if you could co-star with any actor or actors, I kind of know who you'll, you'll probably be. Who who would you pick and what role would you want to play? Like, okay, so you said if I could be in a film or with, with it. You know, if you could co-star with any actor or actress, who would it be and what role would you want to play with that person? Well, I told you, I love Angelina Jolie. So <laughs> <laughs> I love Mr. and Mrs. Smith. That is like my favorite movie. She's mm -hmm. so amazing. And Tomb Raider. Like and you wouldn't have to change your name there. Huh? <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> like Tomb Raider would be good. Like if we could play like, you know, side by side, kicking butt. That would be great. Uh, she's mm -hmm. just, she, she 
exudes like class and her performance is so natural and at ease. And I just love her delivery when she performs. Um, I, I, I mean, she, she was great in internals because um, I watched that. Uh, but I just love everything that she's in. So, yeah. But Tomb Raider would be great. Tomb Raider would be great. Me playing a best friend and we're kicking butt. (laughs) Awesome. So what TV show would you like to be in that you've seen? What TV show that I've seen? Oh, let's see. What TV show that I love? There's a couple that I like. Um, so you're creating your part now. Uh-huh. I'm creating my part. Yeah, for that show. Well, I love, like I said, I love Daredevil. I love anything that, you know, like vigilante type film. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. um, so if I could do something of that magnitude, that would be, that would That'd be, be great. Uh, oh, I know one, Nikita. Okay. Yeah. I love I love Nikita. Um, I think she's beautiful. The story, like the story, like the storyline is great. Um, and I want to kind of change that storyline and put me in it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, what's been your hardest role to play? My hardest role. Mm, um. Well, I will say that when I I did the the short baby baby blue, where it was a mother dealing with postpartum depression, and um, me being a woman that you know a young woman who don't have kids and you know don't even know what to like. I have nieces and nephews, but I don't have kids of my own. Um, mm-hmm. When I presented the role, I was like, uh, "What am I gonna do? And how do I play this?" But um, you know, I I. I Ask God, I said, God, use me. You gave me this role, so I'll figure yeah. it out. <laughs> right. and, um, to get in the the mindset of a of a woman that goes through postpartum was a wow. little, mm-hmm. and to hear their stories too, mm-hmm. you know, about mm-hmm. women that truly deals deal with this on a day to day basis and trying to figure it out. My heart was really learning, you know, like yeah, you yeah, know, because you know it's a serious serious thing and so that, I would say that short it was for your know, mental health awareness on BET and mm-hmm. uh, the outpour and the individuals that came to me the young women that came to me or older women and, and told me their stories it was like wow like my heart goes for you guys and mm-hmm. you know those stories I feel like needs to continually to be told to let to let women know that it's okay you know that it's fine you know and that it's not you're not abnormal you're not nothing's wrong with you it's right. just Specific, you know, like condition that can be worked through. So mm-hmm. I would say that that would be one of the stories that was a little difficult that I had to really step back and to really honor these women. Yeah. And I think that's key to our society, what you just said, um, you know, hearing their story. I think if people would he- hear each other's side, right? Um, I hear I, each I, other's I, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, again, you know, I don't like politics and all that, but I used to be one way years ago, but this, this show's kind of, kind of made me more to the middle because right. I get people of all walks of life come oh, on yes, the show and that. it's opened me up to hearing people's stories. Like, okay, I might believe like they believe if I was in their position, I mm-hmm. I've come to that conclusion. Now, you know what? We all are the product of our environment, right? 
And I never realized that until I was like, you know what, you got to believe this way. And I wish both, I wish all parties on all sides would listen and say, you know what, you don't have to believe, like we can agree to disagree, but at least let's hear each other out. Right. I agree. Totally. So um, where do you want to be in five years? Five years at the Oscars. (laughs) Just don't be another Smith. No way. You know, I want to really, really, really hone into my craft. I want to be bigger and better. Um, yeah. Honestly, I don't even think that an Oscar would make me feel like, okay, this is my best. I feel like for me, I'm going to always continually be like, that's not my best. Let me keep yeah. it. And mm-hmm. let me keep better even if someone said oh that was the best performance in the world i still want to work and work and work and work so in five years i would pray which i know will be is that i have a plethora of words that i can look back and say that i did um you know i i can see myself you know doing a couple of shows uh films um and really really taking on ownership of my work my body of work and that's where I see I want to look back. And I also want to, you know, create my own content. I have, you know, my own company, Quita Productions. Um, I have two Christmas movies that just aired last year. And so I want to continually, you know, me being a creative, I also create as well, you know, like making sure that I'm able to, you know, give back to my community. Yeah. Especially in Birmingham, Alabama, um, I also want to give back to the individuals that you know took care of me as well. You know, mm-hmm. like making yeah. sure that I can you know do other projects for other individuals. And honestly, I mean, five years, ten years, or even till the end of my lifespan, I just want to build a legacy and you know know that I had a lot of work that accomplished throughout my life. Mm-hmm. Now let's look 15, 20 years down the road. Let's say you are a success on a grand scale. You've accomplished everything you ever wanted. What do you hope you never forget? Who put me on? <laughs> Who actually gave me an opportunity? Um, I think sometimes, it's yes, it's success, but it's also the people that are around you that makes it worthwhile. I want to be able to share this 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 my fame, my glory, my success with my family, my friends, and also younger individuals that, you know, may not know exactly where, you know, where to go or how to, because I think at the end of the day, we have to, um, you know, implant success in in the younger generation as well. So if I'm able to do that after, you know, I become successful, then to me, that's a success to me, Um, because it's not always about me. And it's not about me. It's about other people and blessing other into people, uh, other individuals, because yeah. I would be where I am if, if someone didn't bless me. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what are some sources of inspiration for you? Some source of inspiration. Well, one, I meditate. Uh, I meditate. Uh, I listen to Stephen uh, Burdick. Uh, oh, we love, love Stephen. <laughs> I love him. Every week. We've been listening yeah. to him since 2010, and he's definitely yes. matured as a because there was something he, he still says things where I'm like I would have rewarded that, but there were things back ten you know ten years ago we we're like oh yeah I really wouldn't have said it that he's way. Right. But, but again, you know, every time we listen to him, we get 
convicted on something. And, no, and so, so when I hear time. these people on Facebook talk about how he sugarcoats things, I'm sitting there like, we're not yeah. listening to the <laughs> same Stephen Furtick. Right. Yeah. I love, I love Stephen Furtick. Um, I listen to him a lot. Also, um, I'm a big affirmations person. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. So I, you know, make sure that I do affirmations, you know, that I'm amazing, I'm a leading lady, like to really affirm that within myself. Um, I also listen to um, like meditation music, uh, you know, listening to it in the morning. Um, I also do a little yoga, not that much, but some yoga. And I also like, inspirationally, I listen to like, individuals that inspire me, like um, Zoe Saldana, like I love her, um, along with Angelina Jolie, yes. <laughs> Washington. Um, people that I see that are successful, I listen to their story and the advice they would give to me, someone like myself that is starting out and that's doing, you know, really trying to sort of be up to where they are. Mm -hmm. uh, so those are some, you know, like some inspirational things that I do. I listen to, you know, like some audiobooks, uh, mm -hmm. sometimes you know, like acting or, you know, just being like, I have this book called Acting with Spiritual Perspectives. Oh, wow. and it's, really, it's really good. And it aligns me with who I am, but also my spiritual walk and how that that's aligned. So um, those are a couple of things that keeps me dated, you know, like, on a day to day. <laughs> yeah. And what would you like for your legacy to be in entertainment? What would you like to be most known and remembered for? I want to be remembered as a woman that never gave up, a woman that gave selfishly. Yeah. <laughs> and she fought to the last drop. She fought to the end. And mm -hmm. she smiled graciously. And she had fun graciously. And she loved unconditionally. I think that's not a thing, but I know that's the legacy that I want to live. And also to implant gems and wisdom to the next generation years to come. Love that. Love that. If you could say anything to your followers, what would you want to tell them? I would tell them to do whatever you want to do in life. Don't let someone tell you no. Keep striving, keep believing, and keep making sure that you love what you do, that you continually to strive to be the best that you can be. Um, I actually love my followers. I do. I love everyone. Um, I actually, you know, respond to everybody. Uh, uh -huh. You know, you know, encouragement because I know that it's difficult and it's and it's hard sometimes. But if yeah. someone can sit here and say anything, it's to say never give up, never stop doing what you love, and keep striving. You know, because you've given a little bit of advice already, I'm gonna twist this question that I normally ask because I always ask for advice for somebody who wants to do what you do, but you kind of already hit that. What advice would you give to somebody who has parents that don't believe in what they're trying to do? Mm. I I would say I would say just it's when it's your belief, when it's something that you love, and if it's something that God has called you to do no mother no parent no friend 
could tell you anything about what you want to do. And I would I would say keep listening to the person inside of you instead of the person outside of you because mm-hmm. they cannot understand what God has instilled in you and only you. Mm-hmm. We are by ourselves, mm-hmm. we're gonna die by ourselves. And that's so, so if that's the case is that your walk is your walk, your path is your path. And whatever God has for you will is an assignment specifically carved out on a in a gift basket specifically for you. And you have to live with you. They don't. They don't. You know, and, and that's, that's the part I think people mm-hmm. forget is that the, when it all come again, you can, you know, people can, can try to give you advice and you can listen. Um, but I think people sometimes forget that, you know what, at the end of the day, right. you have to live with your decision. Exactly. So if you choose their decision for you, you have to live with that. Can you live with that? And I, you know, I couldn't. I, I, could, I couldn't sit here and live another life when I know the life that I want is hidden inside of me. I couldn't live myself. It's like, we only have one life to live. Why would we waste it on something that we don't want to do? Yeah, exactly. That makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. So tell everybody how they can find you. Yes, yes. So you can follow me on Instagram. My handle is Shaquita underscore official. Um, I'm also on Facebook, uh, Real Shaquita, along with Twitter. Twitter.com um, is Real Shaquita as well. Uh, and I also have my website, www.shaquitasmith.com. So you can follow me on any of those platforms. I'm available. I'm here. Um, and um, thank you. Thank you for adding me. You know, we really enjoyed having you on the we show. Did. And we look forward to having you back for updates. Yes, please. Dude, I love you guys. Bring me back. Oh, <laughs> anytime for us, too. You're, yes, you're, you're welcome here anytime. Yeah. All right. You have a blessed Thanks day. Thanks so much. You too. Uh, <laughs> okay.